0: Ruffle After Dark, week five, welcome back. KT in the building. I have mega audio delay already. Let's go. Coming <laughs> in hot. How you doing, G? I am tired, stressed, and my team quite literally shit themselves this last week. And so um, I have two in-game poopers on my team. So I had to change my name to DK Poop Chauffeur. Who is the other one? Uh, Lamar.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was like yeah,
0: Lamar okay. with the clinch walk, and DK said the clinch walk wouldn't make it, <laughs> so he had he got carted off the field. My phone vibrates. DK Metcalf carted off the field, and then the update bathroom break, and I was just like, all right, team name DK poop chauffeur comes out. Um, yeah, it was a disappointing week for the old BBC. Uh, Paper Tigers takes it down with a big upset.
1: I have um, to, uh, I have to say though, like Robbie, his prediction. Did you read that? I mean, it was uh, what did Robbie say? Bad start on Thursday with the scary injury to Tua, and that dooms breath this week. Uh, I do think Jay was going to win this game very easily anyway, but now it's pretty much a lock. So I think you can blame Robbie for that one.
0: Yeah, you. I. Anytime Robbie me to win, I lose. So. Again, I've said this multiple times to Robbie. Don't ever pick me, please. Um, (laughs) But what I'm going to do is now, I'll never and hope that that somehow the podcast reverse jinx works. Because I folded like a fucking tent. Oh, demonetized. I folded like a tent against uh, Brett and I I sent him just the the saddest I am dead inside uh, meme uh, or gif. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, absolutely Teflon, bulletproof Brett and his and his run of luck. But well, uh, we so, can take it from the top down on the recap unless we want to start with something else.
1: Just we're in your game. Let's keep going through it. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting, I, went, I looked back at Brett's opponents for the first four weeks now. In three of those four weeks, his opponents have scored exactly 68 points.
0: It's the 68 burger. I told um, I,
1: th- I texted Dave and said, it looks like you're scoring 68 points this week, bud. He's like, I'm, I'll be lucky to get to 60 this week.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I think I remember saying that I, I thought that, um, Green Bay and Dallas had 30 points apiece in the backfield and apparently it was more like 30 points total for the four <laughs> um, for the four guys so yep. not gonna win too many times when at least four of your studs just basically shit themselves Um, I flipped a coin on Dylan and, and Connor I thought maybe Connor would play well against Arizona but or uh, against Carolina but good lord everything was upside down The only thing that was good about my game was I was actually – I had a bunch of people over, and so I wasn't actually paying attention. Yep. And so I just looked at my phone afterwards. Other than seeing that DK Metcalf was carted off because he had to poop, (laughs) I didn't really get any other updates. And I just looked at my team, and I just saw the defeat in their eyes, and and we, we could kind of move on. It wasn't like I was sweating it out. That being said, Brett had a great week. Yeah, um, I mean to come back from like two was only getting Olave and Phelan on on Sunday morning.
1: Yep. And Clyde Edwards, Clyde and, edwards, edwards- he
0: came to play after two went down. So yeah.
1: And Ceh man, like he gets like well, he got twenty, he got twenty touches this week, but like previous weeks he was beginning like ten or eleven or twelve touches, and he puts up twenty plus points every week. So he's got. Brett just has that that rabbit's foot right now, so uh, yeah. I mean, if there was anybody you would have wanted to put up the turd burger, I would imagine it wasn't Brett with all the crap you've been giving him thus far. So I'm sure this one had had to hurt a extra a little bit. But um, we can go to yeah, two yeah, yeah.
0: It was definitely you know we won't see each other. We won't see each other again this this season. So it, it was a well, possibly in the playoffs. Uh, hopefully in the playoffs, um, but. Yeah, we we could go possible team name C H uh, Microwave Man, uh, gets hot real fast, and then uh, pay, uh, Teflon Paper Tiger, perhaps I don't know. We just called the Paper Tiger last time, so. Uh, um, we, moving um, into a game right, where two teams on.
1: actually score points, um, you know, Nate took me down one twenty one to one seventeen. I uh, I was I I was texting him beforehand saying you know. Good good win for that Monday night game because I just knew that Cooper Cup was going to put up at least 18 points, right? So, you know, he only got four out of Mario and still put up 121. Like, he had four guys that scored in the 20s, and two of them that scored in the 20s didn't score a touchdown. Like, this team's tough, man. It's going to be hard for somebody to take him down this year, which is not good news for Dave and his 87,000 picks that he got for me.
0: We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I think, you know, if you would have said, um, going into Monday night, that Cooper Cup's not gonna score, you probably would have had <laughs> I got a chance. Yep. But then he goes for fourteen catches.
1: And I, I do like though the fact that it took until literally like the last drive for Nate to get it. So I mean he had to sweat it out a little bit. I mean, after the he had like four catches the first drive and then went quiet for a while and then he caught like another four catches on the drive. And, you know, I was, I was up by one until I like, it was like that last drive and he caught a ball, like the first ball of that last drive. And then he ended up catching like three more later, but, or two or three more later, but still like, at least he had to sweat on it a little bit. So that made me feel a little better.
0: Definitely and, regret. And we'll, we'll get to this too, but your team was almost a hundred percent different from the time we podcasted to the <laughs> things this team played. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, with a couple of small exceptions, but we did have the what I think we confirmed is the largest trade in ruffle history, only slightly besting Dave and I's trade from last year, uh, which was uh what was it? What did, what did I say it was last? It was like 16 picks and eight players last year, and then you t- somehow topped it.
1: Yeah, it was – Dave likes to go big with his trades, as you can see. I mean, he's been a part of the two biggest trades in, in Ruffle history. I mean, I might have the volume of trades, but Dave likes to go big,
0: so. That is definitely true, and we'll also see how many of those picks he has in a few weeks still because yeah. we know that those aren't, um, you know, sh- causing you, – you and Dave getting – Picks andor players, they just kind of vibrate out of your pockets into somebody <laughs> else's pockets. Um, it's very much it's very much hot potato. Uh, let's talk offline or online about uh, making Alan Lazard a member of DK Poop chauffeur. Uh But I digress. Yeah, um, Jimmy, uh, J- Jimmy is really uh, he Stick is button. getting a yeah. lot of points scored against him. And he is getting just his star players, and I have Kamara and another in a freaking twenty-team league, and I'm just a snake bit. But yeah, his players aren't actually playing, um, or playing well. And then to the buzz saw of everything, and Dano at 0 three just drops 118 on him. Eckler goes nuclear, and Jimmy's in the basement of our division. Yeah, I mean Dano finally got off the of Schneid there,
1: and. uh yeah, his team had been pretty lifeless coming into this week as well too. So, and I tried to get Eckler from him. I actually was going to try and swap, uh, Derek Henry for, for Chubb and, or sorry, not Chubb, but for Eckler and, cause I kind of was foreseeing some of this, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, he had a, he had a great week. So, he hopes it keeps rolling. I hope it's a one week thing seeing he's in my division, but, uh, yeah, I digress.
0: We already talked to both. Dave doubles Nas's oh. score. Yes. Dave Thank goes. God I I laid a 68 burger, but I didn't have the lowest score all week. Um, by the way, come to Papa Rob. Uh, we're facing each other this week, and I hope you lay another turd burger on, on that on that field because I'm I'm rebounding after my my 68 burger. That was just a pure Brett. Uh, kryptonite type of a move. So,
1: so you know this uh, this score by um, Dave reminds me of my it was my first year at the PTC um, where I traded away just a whole bunch of players and was essentially like went for youth and kind of kind of half joked that I was I was phoning it in you know for the year for for keeper value but I ended up turning it around and. Uh, making the playoffs and beating, um, Farrell the last week of the season to make the, to make the playoffs. So, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, Dave basically trading away all of those good players. Well, not all, but a lot of them for those picks with me, but still put up 121 was a good showing. He, uh, he, he texted me, I think it was Sunday morning. It's like, thank you for dropping Geno Smith. I'm like, why? He's like, I think he's going to be the number one quarterback of the week. I'm like, I originally picked him up to be, um, the backup to what's his, who I had before, um, Goff. Cause Goff had a at week six and Gino has a good, a good matchup in week six. Um, but now that, uh, my bye is week seven, I moved on cause Gino, I don't, I don't I think, I don't, I don't remember who they play week seven, but I didn't really love it. So, oh, the, the chargers, that's why. So that's why I dropped him. And then I realized that CMC, was questionable and I didn't have another running back on my roster that had an afternoon game. So I had to drop my... I had to drop J- Jameis that I'd picked up to pick up uh Eno Benjamin, who I traded to Dave, who then dropped for waiver during waivers or something like that. But at least he had an afternoon. And then
0: game, you so. traded him again.
1: <laughs> and I traded him again.
0: Eno Benjamin <laughs> uh, Eno Benjamin hypercoaster or like super carousel Also, possible name. Um, Dave. Dave gets freaking forty-four points out of Geno Smith and Josh Reynolds in one of the highest-scoring no-defense games of all time. Like they doubled the over/under in that game.
1: I mean, yeah, that's forty-four points out of two players that he picked up off the waiver wire. That's huge.
0: Isn't? uh, Hold on. I'm opening a new a new tab here. This is before. Um. Okay, somebody probably picked him up. Now, not checking. I thought Goff was on waivers, and I thought he was like the number two quarterback. So we'll, well see so, during waiver so, wire. Goff um, was on
1: waivers, but I picked him up, and then traded him to Dave, and then he dropped Goff when I when when he saw that Geno Smith was available.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. It, ridiculous. Anyways, Goff just putting up points because Detroit cannot physically stop anyone. Um uh we skip. Ma- yeah we already talked about us uh, so adrian uh well, hold on takes though. the first l to doug who who shows up what do we what do we miss sorry
1: oh we didn't really talk about goss i just thought i feel bad for him because javante williams got hurt and he's lost for the year and all of his young you know those that young receivers true. all of his young receivers kind of came back to earth for a week i mean hopefully they'll they'll do better but uh yeah, I feel kind of bad for Robbie with Javante. Maybe he should have accepted that, uh, four first round picks for Javante back, you know, like before the season started, but I digress. So, yep. Uh, we talked about you. So yeah, we're going to yeah, Doug.
0: I, I think I mean, Robbie's got a lot more. Robbie's got way more in front of him than he has behind him. Javante yep. sucks. Um, it's, I mean, it sucks that that went down. Um, he's gonna take it on the chin for quite some time, but. Um, he's got good p- young pieces. You just need some picks and, um, yeah, I guess maybe by the time Javante healthy next year, Melvin Gordon isn't a thing anymore. Anyways. Um, yeah, Dougie won, beat Adrian, uh, despite George Kittle still not getting off the blocks. Rashad Penny went nuclear.
1: Jamal Williams, I think he's like the number three running back and number five running back right now in Ruffles, which is just crazy to me.
0: Hey, former Packer.
1: Dude just gets it done. It was nice to see J.K. Dobbins.
0: He didn't have
1: a spectacular game, but he scored well, right? I mean, two TDs Mm -hmm. and actually seeing some receptions, which is unusual for a Lamar-led team for a running back.
0: Tom Brady was in a shootout. Doesn't need to rush to get twenty points as a quarterback. M- maybe being divorced uh, <laughs> doesn't. Uh, Doug was in Lambeau, just soaking up the the overtime third quarter back uh, game. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for a squad. Win is a win, though. I'll take it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was a high scoring game. Adrian seems to looks good. Yep. Got a dud from James Robinson, Bateman, and Waller, but he's got some he's got some high scorers on the team. I mean, he's got Russell Wilson as his backup, and while he's been burger, he still scored 22 this week.
1: He's going to have to rely on a little bit of Damian Harris going forward with uh, Cordero Patterson out for four weeks now, and um, Bateman's a little banged up.
0: Maddie, let's go to Maddie and Baker in a segment here. Uh, Um, definitely reading his franchise, um, but it's not quite in shape yet. Um, he's got some really high, high ceiling guys that aren't playing anywhere Sunday to play. Um, yeah, it, it, but he goes to the, into the buzz saw that Maddie threw at him, which was like Murray, Sanders, Jefferson, Hawkinson for a hundred and ten points or whatever it was. Yeah, that's, so was just, that's good crazy. night.
1: Yeah, I mean Maddie's team has kind of been up and down, and he had a big, big up this week. So um, I don't know. I mean, Miles Sanders last year couldn't score a touchdown to save his life, and this year he's got like what three rushing touchdowns already. So and he's got, he's got like five, six, seven, eight catches already. I mean, which was like his whole year last year, I feel like, because I had him for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, if Gallup can, can turn around and, I mean, he only had two catches, one for a TD, which is nice, but, you know, they get Dak back and if he starts to get a little healthier, like, you know, that could be a, that could be a nice piece for him, but, um, uh, yeah, it's looking good. And, I mean, Maddie's hurting a little bit with the Jonathan gonna Taylor banged a, up. He's
0: going to get a boost from Algier playing. I don't know. Algiers gonna. I think. I think he's gonna be able to step in, uh, over that probably the week and a half.
1: They've got Tampa this week, which is tough, though. Historically, although, um, Ceh just ran out over him.
0: I mean, playing him, but um, Hines is not the Taylor replacement. Yeah. No, he is not.
1: Well, kind of it feel like up. we're
0: dealing with a lot of audio lag here.
1: Yeah, you're cutting out a lot on me today, which is more than normal.
0: What the hell? I don't know. Uh, all right, well, I will talk louder, and hopefully my microphone doesn't shit out or any. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. So let's go to standings. Um, my division names for this week coincide with the fact that my team pooped itself. KT, I think you'll like this. We have the, the, we're going to go with the one ply, the two ply, and the three ply division. <laughs> so I still think my, my division is the best division in our league. So we're the three ply division. I that your new red team, uh, Bakers, Dano coming out of the, that's the two ply. And then we've got the Paper Tigers, Goss, Titan, which is, is a good downgrade, I guess. I think Maddie's team's pretty good, but it's still the one-ply division. Very thin, very weak. Not going to hold up.
1: Yeah, no, I can... Your certainly... thoughts
0: on the current standings? Any, com- any comments here? We got only one 4-0 team, and it's Brett, Paper Tigers. Again, like Teflon, Paper Tigers, though. Only 283 points scored against him all season long which is approximately 50 points a game less scored than what jim has gone up against which is just ridiculous
1: i mean he's in a world all by himself there it's insane to me like i guess adrian's the next closest to him right at 338 and then the next closest you know it's like myself and robbie and maddie right we're We're like legitimately 100 more points in three games have been scored, like against us than Brett. So,
0: I guess that he just had
1: that horseshoe.
0: I think we're going to have to call this podcast. Yeah, we're going to have to call this podcast Brett the Fecalator, um, (laughs) because one look at it and the suspect shits him or herself, um, or the opponent shits him or herself. That's a great quote from one of my favorite movies Dogma. Um, yes. And uh yeah, so so maybe Brett or Paper Tiger Fecalator would be a great title for this one. Um he just can't get scored on, you know? And that a good defense is a great offense, yeah. I guess. And uh Brett is living at the top of the uh soon to be discussed uh power rankings and I think you know, right now you've got strong teams at all top of them, at all top of the division with our reigning emperor Nate, um, Adrian yourself, which is like a different team than two weeks ago, and and you know, like I said, if Brett if Brett gets scored like sixty nine points average all season against, then he's going to be thirteen fourteen and zero number one seed.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, like I said, we talked about this a little bit. I think these last couple of weeks, but like where we're at right now versus where we thought we'd be, I feel like it's a little bit, still a little bit of a, a bizarro ruffle this year. Um, other than Natron being at the top of his division, which I mean, it should surprise anybody. I think we were maybe in in that uh, in that rankings we had, or you know, the predictions we had early in the year, it might have been a little bit of like what we hoped was going to happen versus maybe what we really thought was going to happen, right? Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been bizarre. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I think Manny will come up and and continue to keep winning in that, in that uh, one ply division. It's going to be just a a crazy, crazy season for your your division.
0: I think Dan will be coming out of the two ply. Yeah. I I think our division is going to be tight all year. And I was just looking ahead at some of our, like, I think there's one team I don't play this year. I don't know if that's true or not. No, you should play everybody. We Everybody should play everybody? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I take back what I was about to say. Because I, I thought I was I was actually missing playing Baker. And Baker will hear this now and be pissed. But I was looking forward to playing Baker. And I didn't think I saw him on the schedule. So, um that could backfire since this team has actually like changed a whole bunch in the last couple of weeks. Um, week
1: 10, you play in week 10,
0: but okay. Well, I can't read or write, so let's move on. <laughs> um, new, new segment here is going to recap all of the trades in the last week, since there are at least one a day at this point, which is a healthy, healthy amount. Um, this is the best uh, uh, Emperor League in the United States of America for a reason, which is why we also have a podcast. Um, why don't we talk about the your big-ass big trade that required four individual trades to consummate the entire trade? Your thoughts, KT?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it uh... – it was big. I mean, I could have done it in three, I think, officially, but I, I liked having the, the breaking up between the players, the 2023 first round picks and the 20, 2024 first round picks. Um, yeah, I mean, I gave up a lot of potential capital. Um, and that two of the players that I got are hurt. How in, many firsts
0: does Dave have next week or next, next week. year?
1: He has. Five, I think, the five that I gave him. So I had five. There was five first Five first next year. Yep. That was because I was – before Dave and I did that trade, That's, I was thinking, like, how can I get – how can I get, complete it and get the sixth, right? Like, that was what I
0: was trying to figure out. Um, well, if Dave is listening to this, and he probably is, um, now you feel exactly how I felt when I traded the farm – to you, to you, win. I hope it works out for you. Yeah, we caught part
1: of that. You cut out there again on me a little bit, but.
0: God damn it. Um, all I was trying to say was, I hope Dave feels the way I felt when I traded him all those picks. Or, uh, I joke. I, yeah, I traded him all those players for all those picks, and then it didn't work out for me, is what I was trying to say continue yeah
1: i was gonna say that uh um i type I t- i'm like this will be a repeat of what'll happen in the championship game is i'll face nate and he'll beat me again since you know the last emperor when dave won i played him in that championship game and he beat me to end it so i'm like it'll just be fitting that it'll happen again this year after making that trade for him i mean honestly like the players i gave up the only player that i i was kind of intrigued i mean trailing burks i liked um I think he's more of a next year play than a this year player. Maybe a later this year play. Brian Robinson intrigued me a little bit. I mean, the only thing with that Washington backfield though is if he takes over, let's say the first down and second down work, where he splits it with get Antonio Gibson. Like they still have J.D. McKissick, who's like the third down kind of passing down back. I mean, Gibson gets a little bit of that maybe, but it's just kind of a shit show there with having. If you have like in today's NFL, I can deal with two backs splitting time, but not three. Uh, and you know, with, with personal draft picks, like the 2023 draft is loaded. I mean, just absolutely loaded, but um, it's hit or miss, right? I mean, so and you don't know where those picks are going to end up. I think some of those picks have potential to be, you know, towards the top half of the draft, but uh, I mean, to get CMC, AJ Brown, and Jalen Hurts was the really the whole reason I did it. I mean, Keenan Allen and Montgomery were nice, but me considering the fact that I offered Robbie again four first round picks for just Javante to get all five of those players for those eight picks to me was was worth it I don't know if you have any thoughts on the deal at all
0: I it reminded me of the trade I did last year which was like I have I have a lot of picks I, I traded eight firsts to Dave Yep, And it just remind, it reminded me of the same uh, process that I went through when I was trying to organize my brain around all these players and all these things. Like, holy God, you need a... Like, your Gonculator isn't actually going to do a single thing. It needs to be like, am I all in? or Like, am I going to push for this year? Or am I going to, you know, slough for the next year? And, you know, it's sometimes it's just more fun which I'm finding out now was like sometimes more fun to just play for now. Yep.
1: And I mean, so, the fact that I, I didn't have to give up either um, like Hick, T Higgins or Elijah Moore, who has been kind of crap in the bed, but like he still leaves the NFL in route, routes run. Like he's out there, you know, he just, he's getting targets. It's just not quite connecting yet. So um, I think there's better days for him coming up. And I mean, so I didn't have to give either of those guys, or Derrick Henry, like um yeah, and it it wasn't necessarily a no-brainer, but when Dave Fridge brought it up, I was like mm-hmm. I'm like, All right, are you in or not? And he was kind of him and because he wasn't sure if he wanted to kind of throw away his season this year a little bit. And when he finally was like, if you want to do it, I'll do it. So I texted Robbie right away, like, here's the deal, Robbie. So But I know Robbie was kinda of busy. Well, busy so-, so I just broke it out into those four trades.
0: So the only other one I want to talk about in this trade segment, we can move on, is the uh, trade between that you weren't actually involved in, the Jimmy and uh, Josh trade of Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, a couple of first and a second for Najee, and uh, well, technically Najee's backup. Um, thought thought great deal for Jimmy, um, but then yeah just because san francisco is so fishing. um i hate pittsburgh's offense come make a trade make an offer for me for my pittsburgh players i'd come at me um but i like that trade for jimmy i figured if i was in jimmy's uh shoes i couldn't turn it down but um you know Najee has a lot of long-term potential so
1: and that's you know i texted jimmy jimmy and i was like that's a great get for you that deal um I like Najee, don't get me wrong, but he's, to me, he's always been a volume play, right? But he's never been a super efficient running back. He's never, um, yeah, you know, he's never been that guy that, to me, that, you know, just kind of dominates, right? He's just consistently got volume, and, you know, I think with a, a rookie quarterback that can run the ball, um, you know, he, we even kind of saw with Trubisky a little bit, right? Like, he wasn't seeing nearly as many targets as he had with Big Ben, you know, having that big. Mobile quarterback who can't evade any tackles, right? He just dumps the ball to Najee, you know, left and right. So, and that old line is terrible, right? So, that uh, I didn't love the deal for for Baker, but I mean, he went out and got his guy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, like he wanted Najee, he thinks he's, you know, I mean, again, like I said, young, long term, like so. I mean, it could be a great deal. Um
0: Yeah, Baker's building it piece by piece with young talent, and uh, it just needs to pop eventually. Like he's getting a lot of duds out of a lot of young studs. Um, let's let's cover uh, power rankings super fast. Obviously, just like staring at what's out there, what what mismatches or like I think it's actually the one on I mean, RT is actually pretty close to real. Um, with with where we sit um poor old Jimmy down there in the bottom, but I guess you gotta you gotta win your way out of it um I can't disagree with a four 0 team, but uh natron in first place, according to RT on the power rankings, more points more points against almost almost two hundred points more against. Um I guess if until he loses the crown it's going to be hard for him to lose first place. I don't hate it your thoughts.
1: Yeah, no. I mean I, I think I would probably have Natron first just because his his total points he just puts up 100 every week, right? He hasn't been hasn't had the, the bad points against like uh like Brett has. I mean, you know, Brett's 4-0 record is I think more about who he's played than his actual team um i mean it's solid don't get me wrong but um yeah other than that i mean i don't i don't see you know i mean brett and adrian you know you could flip those both of you if you really want to and then you know between you and me um dan owen and, and uh maddie i think you could flip a coin for the most part between the four of us so and then the rest yeah, i, mean,
0: kind I of think us four I think us four are literally like what team's showing up this week. And I mean that from like uh, Maddie, myself, and Dano, like literally having the same team every week, but some of them pop and some of them don't. And you just happen to have a different team every week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you do make a point there.
0: So... um, but i, yeah, I think the top four are probably or top three at least are probably the top three cutting above the middle I'd probably say for me to to Dave are definitely like a, who's showing up this week, although Dave epic yep. trained with you and it's kind of in uh you know sink sinking mode um and then the bottom four like there's 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 two teams that I don't think should be there, and there's two teams that i probably are there um. But yeah, I. It's what we, it's not it's not too bad the the power rankings on the site. So.
1: No, I agree. It, I mean, it's, it's very different. Like I said, from where we thought it was going to be at this point, you know, we're what, basically a quarter way into the season, so uh, time just flies. But, uh, yeah, it's it's oh. been like I said, it's been bizarre, bizarre ruffle this year so far. So.
0: All right, there waiver wire uh, refresh time. Um, do you have any? Moves in. I have one move in. I had I had two bids in this week. So let's
1: refresh in three, two, one. All right. I got my I got Jameis back. I needed him for my week six buy or week seven buy. No, sorry, week seven buy. I had him at a zero dollar bid, and I chickened out and I actually put six dollars on him. Baker went Baker went big for Boone. Um You went big for Latavius. That's the guy that I put in for my. That was my other bid that I had was for Latavius.
0: So my my. Oh, go ahead. I was just
1: say, I I had a thirty dollar bid on Mike Boone and a fifteen dollar bid on Latavius. So. That was my other my other grouping.
0: So my initial my initial bid Mike Boone. Before I did a little bit more research, was seventy five dollars.
1: That was where I was going to go honestly, and but then, then like, I can't do it.
0: And then Latavius got scooped off the practice squad. Yep. And and I pulled it back down, so I actually made Latavius my primary at thirty, and Boone at my at twenty, knowing okay. probably Boone wasn't going to get picked. You know, someone was going to go hard after Boone, so. Um. I also answer. had ideas about Philip Lindsay and Caleb Huntley, but I couldn't, I couldn't bring it. I couldn't bring myself to it. Cole Clement just hit the waivers again.
1: <laughs> I'll go pick him up now. Um, so, <laughs> you know, Baker ended up spending, what, $33 more than he needed to. You spent, what, $13 more than you needed to. That's not too bad. But then Caleb Huntley to... um Dog. I mean, he hit it right on the head. He tied with somebody else with $28 and won the tiebreaker, so I'm cur- I'll am i be curious. I wonder. We'll never know, but I-, I wonder who also bid $28 for Caleb Huntley. Robbie broke the bank for Lindsay and didn't need to, and Daniel broke the bank for Jared Goff. Who did he drop? Did he drop a quarterback, or does he still have, like, 8,000 quarterbacks? No.
0: He did not drop. Ingram. Game. Yeah, so, I mean, I... I still have over a hundred bucks. I feel like that's plenty for the rest of the season. Not that, you know, I don't know if there's going to be any break the bank guys coming up, but you know, I guess we're getting into bye weeks and stuff in uh, week six. So we, we never really know, but yeah, I was like, whatever. I mean, I'll take a a Latavius and um, if one thing Latavius doesn't do is fumble. Yep. So I'll take my chances. Mike Boone was in the that uh head coach's offense before with the Vikes. It could be a fifty fifty timeshare and a complete pile of shit. Um who knows? It it's all a, a wash. It could be a hundred percent Melvin Gordon. We could all lose our money. Whatever. <laughs> um okay, let's 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 run through Let's run through the games this week, week five, kind of nut-cutting time for some stuff. We're in the middle of cross-division games, but um, we've got Adano coming off their first win at one and three versus Natron, you know, took the L to me, but right back at it, and we'll score a bunch of points. How do you see it shaking out? I mean,
1: it's tough to tough to bet against an eight. I mean, you just never know which of his guys are gonna perform this week. I mean, he's got some pretty he's got some pretty good matchups across the board. I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Natron back on the back in the win column, and I'm gonna put Daniel back in that back in that loss column this week. What about you?
0: I can't argue. Natron, I think, should roll. Unfortunately. Dano's outgunned and I like some of I like some of uh Natron's matchups. Mixing against Baltimore could be electric. Buffalo could be up so much against Pittsburgh that they run singletary a ton. Uh just a lot of high over unders on Natron's side. And I mean
1: Don't not to a lot of
0: – I guess it's might be might be Maybe a spicy week this week in general but cup Hill Evans Nixon might score a hundred and Kelsey I I didn't, I didn't even say Kelsey's name sorry yeah Let, let's <laughs> yeah we've got 140 territory on Nate's team so I I'm not saying Dano's team is in in the shits but gonna need, he's gonna Feel like
1: I lost you again. Are you coming back.
0: Dano is going to need to score a ton of points. Can you were you,
1: go- you were gone there for a little while, but uh,
0: um, I was yeah. gone, but Dano's team is going to need to score a shitload of points.
1: Yeah, and the only matchup I really like on his team this week is honestly really uh, Chubb's matchup against the Chargers. So, not blowing well in my opinion.
0: That's fair. I think this is. I right, move on should- before I break my phone in half.
1: Uh, I think this is the week that Jimmy busts out. I think Kamara and, and uh, Cook have some very good matchups. San Francisco, um, a great matchup for Jeff Wilson against Carolina. Like you know, Stefan Diggs against a, a banged up Pittsburgh secondary. Um, Curtis Samuel against Tennessee, who's got who's been one of the worst against the pass this year. Yeah, I mean his whole lineup, top to bottom, is just you know solid matchups and. I've got McCaffrey going against San Francisco and yeah, just not, a, not I mean, not great line, not great matchups across the board for me. So I think this is a pretty clear win for Jimmy this week against me. What's your take?
0: I think you a 130 points against Jimmy and Jimmy loses again. <laughs> I don't know exactly how you get there, but I think Jimmy is snake bit and I'm going to stick with uh, Jimmy's opponents winning. Every week,
1: yeah, it's probably probably the wise move. I just, I just have a, a gut feeling this week for him. Um, moving on, we've got uh, Dave versus Paper Tigers. I think we've talked a little pa- bit about this. Pa-
0: paper Tigers. Jesus,
1: I think Russ. I, I think. I it's
0: it's a crumple. It's a crumpled up paper ball of Dave versus Paper Tigers.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Again, Dave's going to score 68 because I mean, that's kind of been the, the trend thus far against Brett. And, uh, I think between Saquon and CEH and Devontae Adams, those three could probably, and maybe four if you throw Olave in there, those four could probably take him down himself. So Dave texted me earlier today and said he needs
0: Olave might score 40 points against Seattle's defense. Dave texted me something like he needs Cortland Sutton to score two
1: touchdowns. And had like a hundred plus yards tomorrow night, and Dawson Knox needs to score a random touchdown. He's like, that's the only way he's going to have a chance against Brett this week. So, there you go, Dave. Um, you against Robbie? I don't see a path to Robbie winning this game. I mean, his young guys need to step up again. I'm
0: still going to pick Robbie so that I so that I win.
1: Yeah, we'll be on the other sides of that. But oh speaking of which you said come at your Pittsburgh players. I have an interest in Deontay Johnson if you want to trade him my way. We can talk more about that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's talk off offline.
1: Um she wants the D versus Deuces Wild. I think uh I think the loss of J T, you know, is offset a little bit by Adrian losing Cordero Patterson this week, but um
0: That's gross to say. That is gross to say.
1: (laughs) It is. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't see, I don't see Maddie getting there this week. I think Adrian moves to four and one and cements a solid lead in
0: our division this week. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, 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 I got Maddie. I got Maddie as a slight underdog. I think Maddie's surging. He's scoring more points than, his record is stating and I think Maddie takes down Adrian and makes him uh even uh three and two. And then last but I certainly, think, I think Doug rolls Baker.
1: Yeah. I mean the new look uh Baker with, with Najee and Juju in the lineup this week. Um you know, I don't love Najee's matchup this week. Juju's got a, a pretty solid one. But yeah, I think, you know, Doug continues to keep rolling and kind of starts to see the writing of the ship and maybe he goes back from, from Juco to uh, you know, division three, tight end, tight
0: end division three or
1: whatever. So
0: Jamal Williams is the best running back in this matchup, which is funny to say. Um But Doug's team's got ceiling potential with that wide receiver room. Um, It is tight end junior college. But, yeah, I I, I do think he's even got, you know, I mean, he could play Judy. Indy's been so bad, so bad. ETN could break out this week against Houston, who's been terrible. Um, He's going to bench George Kittle. According to this, so yeah. he could break out at any point too.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, uh, did I say Baker already? Or did I say Dog? I'm losing my mind. It's late, so I'll go with Doug as well. If I said, well, if I, if I do I think said,
0: Kyle Pitt scores this week.
1: I, he just practiced it with a hammy, so there's that.
0: Oh, shit. Maybe not then. Didn't know that. I was just thinking it's about time he's due. But Absolutely. apparently he's the least interesting man in the world. <laughs> My favorite is Star Baker. Right. I think Baker well, – hold we're, on, real quick. Baker, I think, every week this week. Yeah. Every,
1: every week this year thus far has been like, hey, what, what do you want to trade – What do you want for this player, right? And I'll be like, I don't know, make me an offer, and he'll like send me some emojis of like thinking and like be like, hmm, and I'll be like, what do you got for me? Like, I got nothing. (laughs) I think he's done it at least once each week this whole (laughs) season thus far. He just did it today again, which made me laugh. So,
0: anyways, well, we're going to wrap up. I have two more thoughts, and they're mostly just like um, episode names. At this point, I feel like our connection's been so shitty that we need to call this like JE56K, or or uh, JE Dial Up. It was because, good to be something like that. Absolutely. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my signal and it's strong, but I feel like this fucking application is made in Flash or something, and so we can't actually talk to each other. Um, anyways. Best of luck to you, KT, in week five. You as well. I hope that I somehow come out from me picking myself to lose to actually win. And I hope that somehow Danny, Dano, takes it down against Natron because we got to start pumping him down in the standings. So. Yeah,
1: we need, we need some elves Otherwise, there. it's going to
0: be auction time next year
1: that we-